So I want to share a little bit uh, tonight with you guys about um, what I've learned in the past year and a half, specifically in regards to dating relationships. Um, and I think that this is kind of applicable to just relationships in general, but my experience was via dating. Um, and so just a little bit of background on me. While I don't look it, I'm very driven. Um, I'm a very committed person. So like any, any board, any group, any thing that I'm supposed to be doing and I'm committed to, I'm a very committed person. And I'm also a very positive person. Numero uno on my strength finders test. Um, thank you very much. And, um, and essentially, I, 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 the relationship didn't work out. Not married. Hey, yo. Um, but <laughs> but I, I learned a few things. And just uh, the things that I kind of learned was uh, how to navigate my essential needs within a relationship and the responsibility that I have to cultivate that. Um, I also learned about you know, identifying where is God in this process of dating and getting to know someone. And I also learned how to process my pain effectively. Um, and so I want to share with you a little bit about uh, a person that I had met. We're still friends to this day, and I think that you know, any relationship that's founded on friendship initially and has honorable conversations throughout can maintain friendship afterwards, and, and so that's kind of a testimony in itself. Um, but so I was, I was on a trip, um, a conference a couple years back, and I met this person, and I was like, who that is? And... Um, <laughs> and you know, it wasn't the right time to start dating, but, you know, we started getting to know each other as friends for a little while, and when, um, when the timing was right, we began to date and get to know each other a little bit more, and really, we had a great time. It was a really fantastic start to a relationship. We did, like, all these unique things because it was long distance. We did Skype dates. I knew her favorite pizza, and I ordered it as a surprise. I bought a quill and ink set. She liked to write, and I wrote her letters, and, like, all this, like, stuff. And it was great. We had a great time. And um, I went there to go see her, had this fantastic weekend, found out all her favorite places to go, and then she came here, we had a great time. And then I went back there again, and she had emotionally withdrawn from me, she had shut down a little bit. And it was very strange, didn't expect it to happen. And then she began to open up towards the end of the trip, and then shut back down after I left. And then we went through this process of her opening up and closing back down throughout the relationship. Um, and it happened for the, the next several months, and that has nothing to do with who she is as a person. She's an amazing person, still friends to this day. Um, but there was something that she didn't have language for that was happening inside of herself. Whether it was an internal issue or an external issue with me, there were just things that she didn't have language for, um, and I couldn't fix it. So me being the driver that I am, not knowing that, um, I can't fix someone, hey, um, <laughs> We, I, was, I was just very positive, and I was like, we're just going to get through this. We're going we're gonna to get through this. I'm going to pray. You know, I was praying and fasting and all this stuff, getting before the Lord. And if you would have seen my journal back then, like, it was like, come on, God, please break through. And, <laughs> and um, th those are great things inside of a covenant relationship. Those are great things when you say, when you're both at the same place, committed to each other in that way. Um, but what had happening was I began putting my, my needs, oh, I have it, I'm really thirsty. I began putting, began putting her needs above my own in an unhealthy way. And, um, I essentially began this process of devaluing myself within the relationship. Um, by me continuing onward, it was, it was almost like me saying, making these silent agreements within myself, which gave access to other things so they could foster and develop and grow. But it was these silent agreements of, that's okay, you can behave this way within our relationship. 
And she's a well-intending person, and that wasn't her heart at all, but I am responsible for how I allow for people to do a relationship with me. If I don't set proper boundaries and if I don't navigate my process within myself and how I'm feeling and actually share and have kind of expectation for how people are supposed to behave in a relationship with me, I don't give that person a great chance of knowing me and growing in revelation of me and depth with me. And I also don't give that person the right chance to make the right decision whether they want to stay in or go out. But that wasn't at the forefront of my mind. So I was just chugging right along. We're going to make this thing happen. Um, and all the while, um, I was experiencing the Lord throughout all of this. Like I was, I was joking about like the, you know, my journal. But like I really was. And like he was really revealing himself to me throughout the process. And, and really his heart and his nature and, and how he, he loves me and how I can do that through relationship with her and just how I can respond. And I was just getting all this revelation and insight and so when things were going well, I was like, oh, man, this is totally you, God. Like, this is happening. Um, but when it wasn't, um, it wasn't. And I was kind of pulling back and forth with the emotions that were happening within the relationship. And I realized that the reason why that had happened in my life was the fact that my goal was connection, intimacy, and growth. That's a fantastic goal to have within a relationship, but it can't be the, the core value of the relationship. What I mean by that was, my process was managed by my goal, so as I was moving towards this person in relationship, I couldn't see anything that was happening around me. My friends, if they wanted to tell me something, I probably wouldn't have seen that either. God might have been saying something, who knows what he was saying. But my goal was connection and intimacy and growing towards this person, and so I couldn't see all of the red flags, all the things that I needed essentially within my heart to feel safe. And so what I learned was I, I really need to let my core values determine my process rather than my goal determine my process. Like the, the, the goal of commitment and growing towards someone, that's a great value to have, but my core value really is I need to feel safe. I need to see, feel pursued. I need to feel like we're growing somewhere. I need to feel like you're totally in with me and we're going somewhere together. And um, commitment, what number am I on? Commitment can be a part of, I don't have eyes, um, glasses. So commitment can be a part of those values, um, but it can't be the core value. So anyway, um, when the relationship didn't work out, um, I was really hurt and I was really confused because um, I had included the Lord in my entire process. And I really began to misinterpret his, his real heart for me within a dating relationship or within any relationship. He's going he's gonna to reveal himself to me and he's going to reveal wisdom to me and he's going to reveal, reveal joy to me and his love to me, regardless of if I'm in a bad situation like, he loved me when I was still a sinner. He loves me through it. He loves me after it. So regardless of what was happening, he's going to give me this revelation, this insight, and, and display his nature to me. The beauty of love is that I have the power to choose someone, and he gives that choice to us. The same way that I got to choose him, he chose me, I chose him, is the same way that he gives someone else the ability to choose me, and I choose them. And so um, he, he kind of leaves us to that, is what I realized. But it's hard, isn't it, for us to feel pain, and um, he's definitely with, with us throughout, throughout the process. But I didn't realize that. And so I mistook all of this revelation for, was I confused? Did I really know what I heard? Did I hear the right thing? And I really began to question my ability to even hear the voice of the Lord. I really questioned his heart for me and what he had for me, the plans that he had. I was like, man, I, was, 
I was in you, God. I was, I was seeking you. I, was, I felt like I should have been protected. Like, what's going on? But really, my head wasn't there. Like, I, w- I was so focused on my goal that I couldn't hear any other noise. Um, and kind of what I learned in, after the fact was kind of what he began to reveal throughout my pain. And what I began to do for a while, and this wasn't really the greatest thing, but the driver in me that said, we're going to drive towards the school, I said, you know what, I'm going to drive through this pain, and I'm going to work through it. I'm going to just work through it. And I began to just work crazy hours at work and kind of begin to drive the same way that I was previously. And um, I realized that I can't work through my pain. I have to really understand my pain. And when I know that God's with me, I can actually experience his joy in the midst of my pain. And I can experience his presence in the midst of my pain and the love and the affirmation in the midst of all of that. And I can really truly know my pain and know what's going on and work through it in a healthy and wholesome way and really get healing. But I didn't do that for a little while, which was not really that exciting. Um, and he just, he began revealing his heart to me. Um, just the, the most amazing experiences of his presence, just audible stuff, knocking on doors and talking and showing up. And, and just this one experience, I was, um, I was on the couch and I was feeling really sad. And I just felt Jesus come and give me this hug. And he was, he was like crying with like that shivering type of cry, like... <laughs> And I was like, why are you sad, Jesus? And he was like, I'm not sad. I'm, I'm mourning with those who mourn. And he just revealed to me, he's, he's like, never going to leave me. Like, he didn't leave me when I was in that relationship going through hard times. And he's not going to leave me after the relationship when I'm still going through hard times. And just seeing his heart and it gave me so much healing. And um, consistent friends that I would get together with and hang out with. And just like being around consistent people that loved me well, like that gave me so much healing. And so I just, I've, I've in hindsight just seen so much value in the consistency of relationship with people and community and really allowing for people to enter into your process. You know, now if I'm ever considering something, I'm like, what do you think? What about that one? And so like, I, I really, I'm, I'm getting feedback from people in ways that I haven't before um, and not allowing for my goal to drive my process. And so I'm working on, this is what I have written out. I'm working on loving myself and growing healthy relationships have that, that have a great foundation, and I'm developing thought as to what that looks like and, and what I want to sit at the center of my relationships. Um, and then how to, ha- how to monitor my heart's needs and honestly communicate what I, what I want and what I expect within a relationship and based on the level of commitment that we have, what, I, what I'm needing for me to feel safe and moving forward. Um, I'm also learning that it's okay to step away and that I don't need to be all in um, after the second date, and <laughs> and I'm I'm learning um, that it's okay to require those things and being willing to care and love myself in the process because I'm an awesome person and I have one minute left and that's my story. <laughs>